Welcome to the new Trad Angelization. Your hosts are Kevin and Jacob. <clears throat> we are not in the garage, once again, smoking two classiest pipes, Augustine and Aquinas. Our aim is to promote the new Trad Angelization, the TNT, so that it can become truly dynamic and be on the verge of exploding. Man, I remember the first time we said that. Um, I don't remember if I had planned it out or not, but it was pretty impromptu how that all came out. And I think that intro is pretty, uh, it's pretty legit. Um, but anyways, <clears throat> continuing our long correspondence, I'm hoping Jacob can get back to these and future upcoming podcasts <clears throat> and uh, hopefully do this more frequently. Uh, today is Easter Sunday. Praise God. Our Lord is risen. Christus resurrexit. Alleluia. He is truly, truly risen. In light of today's feast, <clears throat> the most important day, in a way, of the entire liturgical calendar. This is the summit of our faith, the resurrection. Uh, Christ has conquered death. This is what he came to do. And it's when we are united to God, uh, at least when we can, we can follow in his footsteps, be resurrected, and be united to God in the life of grace and in the life to come as its fruition. I'd like to talk about that life of grace on this day of resurrection, um, <clears throat> and, and, and kind of juxtaposing uh, in, in a very triangulist way, uh, the juxtapo- juxtaposing, uh, man, I'm losing my words, um, putting in juxtaposition the, <clears throat> um, the, the, the trad club, quote-unquote, and true, authentic, Catholic, spiritual theology, living a life of sanctity and diving into the depths of spirituality. So something I've noticed is that a lot of people may be drawn to the traditional movement because they're very legalistic, or it's almost like this like pet, you know, um, I'm playing with my Barbies kind of thing. You're drawn to it. It's You really like it. Uh, you really like the... The, the sacred or the, the, oh, the vestments or oh, this cool thing I can talk about and I can tell everyone and I know more than them and all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. Um, there's a certain personality that's really drawn to that. Um, and, and that's not what true Catholic spirituality is. Or people that just like to rant about what's wrong with everything, you know. It's like, oh, well, I can become trad and then I can just say everything is wrong, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, I would consider that kind of a trad club fan fan club, you know, um, and it's honestly sad when you meet those people because oftentimes, you know, they're the ones who never can get dates or they just like, they don't really have much of a plan for their life and it's just like, what are you doing, dude? Um, so anyways, <clears throat> um, what what is this, what, what is, what's the re- real reason for being trad? Well, it's, sancti- it's, it's the true life of grace. That's why traditional Catholicism, authentic Catholicism, let's get rid of that word for a minute, let's just say authentic Catholicism is about what God has done, adoring God, in that he has come to sanctify us in our souls, and we can be united to him in grace. That's incredible. We can be united to God, participate in the divine life. This is um, really at the foundation of a Thomistic spirituality, as well as Carmelite spirituality, um, from different lenses, one from the objective looking inward, one from the subjective looking well, just at reality. Um, uh, from the Thomistic lens, we are given this this 
life of grace, and we grow in it by following the inspirations of the Holy Ghost through the gifts of the Holy Ghost. And we are brought to salvation and making progress toward that here in this life. And its fruition is in heaven. It's when we see the divine. Okay, but we, it's all about participation, participation in the divine life. Um, Carmelite spirituality, it's we have Christ in our soul. And we have to go, go ascent Mount Carmel. We have to be purged of our imperfections, our faults, our attachments perfectly in order to get to that divine union. Um, and I find that just tangent very interesting when it comes to purgatory because purgatory is essentially that purgation. Um, and so you can look from a subjective Carmelite lens on the spiritual life and see um, from that psychological point of view what kind of purgatory is supposed to be like which is just, uh, yeah, I find that just so fascinating. So you wanted to see what purgatory is like. I mean, John of the Cross kind of scares some people, and I understand it scared me. He scared me in the past. But if you really want to see what that looks like, uh, John of the Cross, the Ascent of Mount Carmel is a great place to go. Well, first, yeah, I would say Ascent of Mount Carmel or Dark Night of the Soul, um, two places to start. Dark Night of the Soul definitely can be intense. Maybe talk to a spiritual director. Um, anyways, <clears throat> coming back to the divine life. So we have this Thomistic and Carmelite lens on the spiritual life in the life of grace. Um, how does this tie into authentic? Remember, trad in its truest nature is just authentic Catholicism. What Catholicism really is, real Catholicism. Um, then, then, then we see that this is what it's all about. And we can see that, well, I'm supposed to be assenting to all these truths. That's like the preliminary of all the purgation is first just assenting of the intellect to the truths proclaimed by the Catholic Church. That's, that's one of the preliminary um, purgations that we go through is just assenting to the truths, okay? So, we look at the Catholic faith. If we really assent to, say, as I pointed out in another episode, the real presence of the Eucharist, then, then we see that we are purged of attachments to mere comfort for the sake of that truth and that we, we attach ourselves to with our intellect and will, which are spiritual faculties or spiritual aspects of our nature um, that go beyond the mere sensible consolation. So sometimes we do get sensible consolation, but um, that sensible consolation can actually become an a distraction if we become uh, attached to it. Okay, so when we look at traditional spirituality, um, then that's what this authentic Catholicism will lead us to, is this real purgation where we assent to the truths of the Catholic faith and it's at its core because we have such reverence for these truths. Because we are saying, if this is really true, then this is the highest truth. This is more important than the other things. Okay, and that, that's what the divine life is. It is saying that this is more important. And if, it, if we didn't have to get purged, but which we know by tradition that we have to be purged, we can look at the Carmelite spirituality, we can look at what the saints say, we, there we have to go through a serious process of purification um, to get to that point, to get to sanctification, to get to salvation, um, then, then it makes sense that, yeah, we're going to be going through, um, that we're going to have to say, this is more important than other things. It's not just everything is equal. Christ said, you know, you can't love, you know, you can't have two masters, um, one or the other. And so, so that's, that's why we have to prioritize the spiritual life. And authentic Catholicism helps us to do that. I'll talk in another episode about the spirituality of the traditional Latin Mass. 
um, with regards to what Father Ripperger says in a couple articles or a few articles that I found fantastic and explain why the traditional Mass helps us to grow in that spirituality. But I'll stick to right now um, the difference between just a trad club, oh, this is fun, because that's actually just an attachment to these external things. I remember talking to, um, there's a difference between that and, and really living out um, spiritual, the, progressing in the spiritual life of spiritual theology. I really recommend reading Garagula Grange, just the basic three ages of the interior life. You can find it online. Um, just fantastic. <clears throat> uh, it's free online. Uh, he's Dominican uh, from the 20th century. He was the overseer of John Paul II's doctorate. Now John Paul II may have veered from the Thomism eventually. That's debatable, but beside the point. Um, he was very, very, very well respected, um, in my opinion, and in the opinion of many others, the greatest Thomist of the 20th century. Um, he basically synthesized Carmelite spirituality with Thomistic um, theology uh, regarding the life of grace. But anyways, if we really understand that that's what we're aiming for, then it's, it's like traditional Catholicism, authentic Catholicism just fits in with that. Um, it's not just this fan club or whatever. It's just, I mean, that just annoys the heck out of me. Uh, it's not a fan club. It's about growing that spirituality. So we can point to that first to other people like, look, spiritual theology, spiritual progress, summit, growing in salvation. We say that's what we're aiming for. Now, this is how authentic Catholicism is actually what guides us there. If you really, I mean, it's intuitive if you really, really believe these phase, these truth of the faith, and that's like crazy. I mean, if you make the act of hope, what is it? Oh Lord God, I hope by your grace for the pardon of my sins and after this life, or for the pardon of my sins and after this life, to gain eternal happiness because you have promised it, because you're infinitely powerful, faithful, kind, and merciful. In this hope, I intend to live and die. If we make that act of hope, that's crazy because we can't see these things. We don't know our, the state of our soul. And that's part of the purification is, is leaning on God. If you read St. Teresa of Lisieux, it's just like, we are so small, we're just so dependent, like a little baby in the hand of God, right? He's just so much bigger than us, infinitely powerful, but infinitely merciful. And it's because of his power in a way that we can have that trust. Um, he will make it so we can get to salvation. He will lead us there. Um, but anyways... Um, to close up I just want to point out that you know we could sure we can admire these trad things or whatever but we got to stick to the core of the sanctification Um, it's all for nothing if we're not growing in sanctification detaching ourselves not just like this one hour a week thing I remember talking to when I was discerning religious life in France with the fraternity of St. Vincent Ferrer a novice master um, said, he's, he, I mean, he looked at me once, I was like, I, I was telling him, like, Father, I just like, it's just, it's not about these external things. I, mean, I, I remember, that was kind of my attitude generally, it's just like, it's all about the interior. And he's like, do you think I, ca-? he told me, do you think I came here to, to wear this, this habit or to, to wear the, the nice garbs and to be all trad and fancy, blah, 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 blah. He's like, no, I didn't, that's not what this is about. That's not why I'm here. And it was very serious, and I just it struck my soul. It's like, okay, this is real. You know, it's about Christ, 
And it's these things that represent, these external things that sort of help guide us and remind us um, and in our ways of showing our reverence to God because we want to give our best to God. Um, but they're not, they're not the finality. The finality is God in our souls. We are living tabernacles. Um, and I'll, we'll talk more about the spiritual thought, theology stuff later, but uh, Jacob, let me know your thoughts on all this. Um, that's TNT out.